Miracle Home. Everybody wins to the Pumpkin King named Jezza. The evil Pumpkin King. Motherfucker, it is Halloween yes, as we is. record this. Welcome back to Yav's Pod. My name is Dalton. I ate two and a half edibles and I am ready for this fucking podcast. <laughs> I was talking about that earlier. I don't really like edibles. I don't like the high I get from edibles. Yeah. See, to me, it's very, uh, it like relaxes my muscles. And I don't know. It's very nice. But it also might depend on, on the type of edible that you get. Like these that I have are hybrid edible things. I mean, I've tried so. just, you know, straight plant based THC edibles. And I've tried Delta 8, and they all do the same thing, basically. Um, but, like, I'll get, you know, when your arm goes asleep, it gets all super tingly. Yeah. I get that feeling. It starts on the top of my head, and then just, like, my whole body gets tingly like that and stays that way. I just don't like it. Huh? Teach their own, so, my good sir. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> Dude, before I forget, I have, to, I have to tell you the story from work this week. And then, uh, then I'll ask you how your week was. So I'm I'm at work, and <clears throat> I have to go to the bathroom. So I like start walking towards the bathroom, right? Yeah. And my buddy Lane, who works up there, is like psyching himself up outside the bathroom. <clears throat> now Lane, Lane's another guitar player. He's got like long hair, wears glasses, yeah. like looks like your typical like math rock player, right? Even though he's a blues guy. So I come walking up to him and I notice he's got like cleaning gloves and cleaning supplies and stuff and he's hyping himself up. And I was like, what's up, buddy? He goes, man, <laughs> apparently someone had um, <clears throat> either shit their underwear or shit their depends or whatever. And instead of like cleaning it up and throwing it in the trash can, like they just, they stuffed that shit in the box. You know, okay. So in women's bathroom, in the women's restroom, those boxes they have. Yeah. For their for their feminine stuff, yeah, yeah, they just stuffed their shitty depends into that, Ugh. and then shut it. So there's like shit all over that, and so I patted Lane on the shoulder and I said, "You're a better employee than I am," because I would have told them no. <laughs> I was like, "Cause they, I'd have been like, well, I can go in there and clean that up if you'd like, and then somebody else can come in after me and clean up vomit and shit." Yeah, it's, it ain't gonna happen. So. I'm like, good luck, buddy. And he's like, thanks, man. So I go into the bathroom and there's like no insulation between the bathroom. So you can hear whatever's going on in each. So I'm sitting on the toilet, just doing my business. And I hear, all right, all right, I can do this. Do, 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 do. Is anybody in there? Cleaning crew? Silence. I hear the door squeak. And I hear his footsteps walk into the bathroom and I I just hear... Oh my God! What is wrong with people? <laughs> and I just lost it, bro. I started laughing so goddamn hard. <laughs> and I was, I just out loud went, I feel for you, bro. <laughs> like, yeah. uh, God, why are people so gross, man? I've worked a few jobs with public restrooms, and I can say definitively, women are more gross than men. Yeah, I was gonna bring that up. I've cleaned I've cleaned the men's bathroom. Now I did have to unclog a toilet the other day in the men's bathroom. It took me about thirty minutes. This motherfucker was clogged. Oh, yeah. But but I have not dealt with any like shit in the trash cans or blood yeah. on something or anything like that. In the men's bathroom, there just might be like a dribble of piss on the toilet seat that you gotta yeah. wipe up. Yeah. Um all the really gross stuff happens in the women's bathroom. Yep. 
I found a bloody tampon on the toilet seat one time. Like, just Ugh. fucking gross, man. Yeah, dude. I There was one day that I was working the back wall first aid on truck day, yeah. which is right by the bathrooms. And it smelled like somebody was fucking blowing it up in there. And I had to pee. So I went walking into the men's bathroom, like holding my breath. And then I ended up having to take a breath and realized, oh, then that smells not coming from the men's bathroom. So I go back to work in the back wall and it just smelled like that for like a good 45 minutes. And then I see Kayla and Jess come walking down the aisleway with gloves and masks on with a bag and they're going into the women's restroom. And I was like, oh, my God. So I asked what happened. And apparently someone like pulled down their pants and was going to sit down to take a shit and just fucking Picasso the toilet, the whole toilet. Well, what it is, is they're like, I don't want to sit on a dirty toilet seat. So they try to fucking hover and then they shit all over everywhere. Well, I can tell you, dude, I clean the fuck out of those toilets. So I, they're okay to sit on at least yeah. in the mornings. I don't know. You know. I don't know. I don't know about after how many asses have been on them, but we also have those fucking things that you. Exactly. You put some fucking toilet paper or something. But no, they fucking want to hover and then they piss and shit all over everywhere. Like it's fucking gross. Just it's, sit on the toilet. It's gnarly. Yeah. We sanitize our toilets. You're not going to get the clap or anything. Like, just fucking sit the shit. Sit to shit. Sit to shit. Hashtag. Sit the shit. Yabspod. Our first hashtag. Go tweet that shit on Twitter. (laughs) Yeah. All social media. Um, Other than that, man, uh, Megan came again this weekend. Yeah. That was cool. We ended up uh, going and hanging out in St. Augustine for the day. Taking your um, taking your lame ass dream day off. Yeah, hey, you know going what? I enjoyed every fucking minute of it. Going to get Little Caesars down the street. Every okay. I mean, if you want to call pizza time Little Caesars, then I just I just don't take your pizza your pizza knowledge seriously in the slightest. Pizza time was rated the second best place in the country at one point. By who? Somebody from Florida? No, by the New York Times, I believe. Uh, they're even worse. Bullshit. Okay. Anyway, so I had a wonderful time. We ended up we went there and then we went by a candy shop. Uh, we went to the Museum of Torture, Ooh, oh, yeah. which was cool. Um, and then where else did we go? We went into this little store for like called Earthbound. That was pretty neat. There's more yeah, of the we, things that she's into. We have some of those up here. Like they had some sick rings. I wish I had brought more money with me because like they had some sick rings. I was like, damn. And these rings actually fit. But there's always next time. Yeah, it was cool. It was a it was a fun day, um, and then yeah. Oh, uh, <clears throat> she had never seen House of a Thousand Corpses, so we watched that. Oh uh, yeah, how I forgot like how fucking bizarre that movie is. I think yeah, she liked it. It's pretty gruesome. It's just bizarre, like all the the weird camera cuts and the filters oh, yeah. they would use and stuff. But I mean, it just it fits the vibe that that movie just yeah. gives off. I liked it up to the part where they started going like supernatural shit, like. I didn't like that part as much. The, uh, you mean like the stuff when they went underground and like yeah. all the Dr. Satan people? Yeah. Dr. Satan. Like up until that point, it was just this really weird hillbilly family that was abducting and killing people. <laughs> and then they kind of took it out of the realm of reality, which is like we were talking about Red State. Um, so spoiler alert, anybody who hasn't seen Red State, I'm going to spoil the ending. So fast forward Skip like ahead. five minutes. So, you know, the original ending, 
the horn or whatever goes off and everybody's like freaking out. And then they show John Goodman's character, like in his boss's office, he's like, Oh, it turned out to be like an old tornado horn or some shit. And we just beat the shit out of everybody and arrested them. Yeah. Pretty natural anticlimactic ending, but satisfying. Well, in Kevin Smith's original draft, he wanted the horn to go off and then people's heads and chests start exploding then John Goodman's like covering his ears on the ground and he sees a, uh, he looks up and he sees this like angel with a sword that's killing people. And then the angel just like looks at him and goes, shh, and then fucks off back to the sky. And then the four horsemen of the apocalypse come. And I was like, that would have ruined the movie to me. Like you took, a movie, you took a movie that was a hundred percent grounded in reality and you made it a work of fiction and like, like fantasy and like, no, it just, it was better with the realistic ending. I would have liked that to be on the DVD though, as like a, you can watch it as an well, extra thing. The reason that's not on the DVD is the budget for the movie was $4 million. That ending would have cost $15 million to shoot. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a good movie though. Oh yeah. I love that movie. I want to watch it again. I need to watch it. Sometimes uh, remind, I was gonna say, remind me after the show, I'll send it to you. Um, I still want to know why the fuck it's not available anywhere. Like, if I ever get a chance to meet Kevin Smith, I'm gonna be like, dude, why is Red State not available anywhere? Just tweet him. Uh, that's just too much work. It's less work than trying to meet him. <laughs> uh, not really. <laughs> Motherfucker uh, goes everywhere. But uh, I don't know. I don't have good luck with tweeting celebrities. So, yeah. so what have you been up to this week, man? Uh, typical week. Um, I've been playing like, a lot of Yakuza Kiwami. I think I'm like 11 hours in now. Um, that game's fun as shit. Yeah, I need to get more into it. But uh, I, I unlocked a new heat action, and there's no fucking way that you don't kill the person when you do this to them. So you use the, uh, the beast style, and basically you grab the guy, you flip him upside down, you lift him up, arm straight over your head you jump off the ground and then drive him head first into the asphalt it's like there's no <laughs> way that you did not kill that motherfucker when you did that yeah that sounds like a good recipe for being dead to me yeah so yeah a little uh little unrealistic that he's just sitting there like holding his head like oh i'm sorry i'm sorry i messed with you mister <laughs> Yeah, when in reality he should be paralyzed on the ground, twitching. At minimum, he should be <laughs> dead. Because, like I said, you literally—you'll see it when you go into it. You like lift him over your head, like arm straight over your head, holding him by his stomach. You jump as high as you can off the ground, and then use his full weight force straight down onto his head onto the asphalt. So yeah, that motherfucker should be dead. Dead. There's no like living through that. So, real quick, while you are going to talk about the rest of what you did, I want you to know, I'm eating this candy. It's called Toxic Waste. Okay. It's supposed to be super sour. All right. So, if I'm making faces, that's why. So, okay. listeners, if you hear me making weird noises while Jeremy's talking, it's because I'm in mortem pain, or it might not be that bad. I don't know. I was just figured you would have been, like, pumping more air into your inflatable butt plug. Oh yeah, getting that, getting, the, getting that rim stretched. Um, I didn't really do much else this week. Just been kind of wallowing around. 
Dalton's butthole's puckering up. Oh, man. Man, we need a video podcast sometimes. Ooh. Um, It's like a warhead, but more intense. All right, yeah. Have you ever had a warhead? Yes, I'm not a fan. Well, you don't like sour candy, right? I do no, like do sour like, candy. Like- yeah, I just don't like warheads. That's not sour. That's something different. <laughs> <laughs> it's torture. Yeah, torture candy. Dude, I thought about you when I was in the candy store, and I bought them because they had bags of just blue sour patch kids. Oh yeah, they have them up here, like uh, Walmart. Walmart and stuff has them. I was, I was that was the first time I had ever seen them down here. So I was like, get in a bag. And then today at work, I found uh, we have the peach sour patch kids that are yeah. all peach. Yep. So I got a bag of those to try. The watermelon ones are pretty good. Now we we've had those and those are yeah. delicious. Yeah, they're pretty good. So there was a big fight this week. Want to talk about that? Uh, if you can call it that. Um, <laughs> so I wanted to bring this. So I put down on the topic list: Jake Paul beats Anderson Silva. So I wanted to bring this up because I want to say, and we've said it before, fuck Jake Paul. Like, the dude's big. I'm sure he's strong. But I believe his fights are rigged. The motherfucker will not fight an actual boxer. He always fights, like, 40-something-year-old athletes from other sports. Like, an NBA player. Uh, Anderson Silva's a fucking MMA fighter. He's not a boxer. Yeah. Like, this motherfucker has been challenged by, like, the elite boxers in this era and refuses to fight them. Now, Mike, so did he let Anderson kick or was it all straight boxing? No, it's just straight boxing. Oh, then why would Anderson Silva agree to that? His whole fucking thing was kicks. Because I'm sure he's made, uh, I'm sure he made a ton of money. Yeah, that's fair. I'm trying to look up his list of people he's fought. He, While you're looking that up, I gotta grab something. Or go ahead, listen. He on. beat Nate Robinson, who's a retired NBA player. He beat retired mixed martial artist Ben Askren, former UFC champion Tyron Woodley, and Anderson Silva. I know one person you just named, and it's Anderson Silva. So he's 25. Let's see, Anderson Silva is 47 years old. I see. He's almost twice his age. Tyron Woodley is 40 years old. See, who else did I say? Uh, Nate Robinson, Ben Askren. Ben Askren, 38 years old. Nate Robinson, 38 years old. So, yeah, the guys he, the guys he has fought have been 38 to 47 years old, retired athletes who were not boxers. So, yeah. That doesn't seem impressive. No. Let's see. So, oh, how much does Jake Paul weigh? Uh, probably about eight stone. No, I don't know. He is, let's see, 190. So, see who's the current champion at that weight. Buck 90. I'll give him this, though. He's not bad at professional wrestling. I mean, I watched that one WrestleMania match, and, I mean, he could probably be a decent professional wrestler. But that's, They're you know, kinda, again... They're kind of clowns anyways, and he's a fucking clown, so. Yeah. Like, not taking anything away from professional wrestlers, but. No, no, no. I know what you mean. I know what you mean. So. I can't think of a few professional wrestlers that would probably beat the shit out of some people. It's a different world, though. (laughs) So, Cruiser weights 200 pounds. He's 190. I'd say he could probably get to 200. But light heavyweight is 175. So, he could probably cut 
or even if he stayed at 190, I guarantee you, uh, Arthur Betterbeev, guarantee you would beat the shit out of him. Let's see. What a name, Betterbeev. Yeah, B-E-T-E-R-B-I-E-V. It may be pronounced differently. He's 37, so he's in the age range for Jake Paul. You know, give him another year, he'll be prime age for Jake Paul to fight. But Jake <laughs> Paul won't fight him because I guarantee you, dude, he's Russian-Canadian. I guarantee you he would beat the ever-loving shit out of Jake Paul. I say Jake Paul is fighting dudes who need money. And he's saying, you know, oh, the purse for this fight is going to be $20 million. I'll give you, I'll give you. Ten of it, twelve of it, whatever. If you if you let me beat you, like I don't think he's fight. I don't think he's legitimately fighting these guys. I mean, maybe not. But I could be wrong. But even if he is legitimately fighting them, he's not fighting trained boxers. Yeah. So, but here's the thing, though, and I'm going to use a wrestling analogy. Look how much money the Ultimate Warrior drew. Oh yeah, it was all his gimmick, dude. The Ultimate Warrior fucking sucked. As yeah. a wrestler. Yeah. But he I mean, drew a lot of fucking, he, a lot of people liked him because it was a, it was the show of it. So yeah. it's probably the same thing with this YouTuber turned boxer. I think know. there is a small younger generation that has been sucking his dick since he was on YouTube and yeah. they're supporting anything he does. But yeah, like he's the type that I say is taking legitimacy away from boxing in general. Because, like, you got dudes out here who train their entire lives, who have broken bones, have concussions, cauliflower ears and shit, have been working their asses off to become professional boxers. And they see this motherfucker out here cheapening the sport they've dedicated their entire life to. Like, I bet Mike Tyson would knock him the fuck out if he had the chance. And, like, Mike Tyson is probably the second most gimmick boxer behind Jake Paul. But he backed it up. Yeah. No, Mike Tyson was a fucking monster. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I, gimmicks are wrong word. He had the thing with the ear biting and all that shit, and he got in a lot of trouble and all that. But, like, that dude was a fucking workhorse. Like, he was he was a super. He made boxing what it was, I'd say. Like, yeah, I mean, him, fuck, Muhammad was- Ali, uh, Frazier, and uh, George Foreman are, like, the Mount Rushmore of boxing, probably. Fucking Tyson joined DX, man. Like, yeah. <laughs> like he oh, was all so, over the fucking place. Speaking of, do you see they did the 25th anniversary DX thing? So you had Shawn uh, Michaels, Triple H, and Road Dog, and Xbox, right? And I think Xbox might have been there. Who was not there? Oh, Billy Gunn. Do you know why? Yeah, he's in. He's in AEW. He's Daddy Ass. But AEW was going to let him be in that, and the only thing they asked for was WWE to acknowledge that he now wrestled for AEW. And WWE said, absolutely not. Yeah, it's not going to happen. I, I get that, but at the same time, it's kind of petty. No, I, yeah. But, I mean, it's just... Like, I that get started it. back in WCW with Scott and Kevin Nash. Man, oh, yeah. Or Scott Hall and Kevin Nash. When you yeah, had that, the fucking Great Value, Diesel and Razor Ramon in that Royal <laughs> Rumble, that they fucking came in and basically walked in one side of the ring and jumped out the other side. Fucking tremendous. And that's amazing to me that fake Diesel went on to be fucking Kane. Yeah. Which was one of my favorite wrestlers until all that bullshit that happened recently. Yeah, I try to say that like he's still like one of my favorite wrestlers, but as far as him as a person, yeah. I, I don't <clears throat> I don't care about him. Which is sad because like he 
I used to listen to him talk about uh, like political stuff, and it wasn't haywire. You know what I mean? It was oh, yeah. relatively agreeable things, and it seems like he just chose the Republican Party because it's easy. I don't know. <laughs> I feel like, and it's sad to say, but I feel like a lot of people who choose the Republican Party choose it because they know it's the most the e- most easily manipulated voter base. Yeah. Which I've seen it on both sides. Anybody who subscribes 100% to a political party is a moron. Like, think for your fucking self. Don't just say, well, I'm a Democrat, so I'm going to think whatever the Democrats say. Or I'm a Republican, so I'm going to think whatever the Republicans say. Like, think for yourself. Yeah. I agree with that. Um, bro, this next topic. <laughs> so, I saw this topic in a TikTok video, and I was like, damn, that would be funny to talk about. So the topic was, what movie would be super weird if they had a sex scene added to it? The in, in the TikTok, their answer was Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Because imagine the Oompa Loompa singing about the sex scene. <laughs> <laughs> like, dude, it'd be fucking funny as shit. Home Alone, I could see, be a really good one. Um, The Goonies. What do you get when you lick on her clit? She bends over Jeremy and then takes a shit. <laughs> well, uh, let's see. The Goonies would be fucking weird. Um, Homeward Bound. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, Bible Goes West. <laughs> the Land Before Time. <laughs> Pretty much any kid's movie, we'll say. Um, <laughs> yeah. Kindergarten Cop. <laughs> <laughs> let's see. Uh I bet the Lord Harry, of the Rings would be kind of weird. I was going to say Harry Potter. Harry Potter might be kind of weird. Uh, yeah, I don't want to see two hoppets fuck. I'm good. Yeah. Uh, like uh, <laughs> Gandalf goes back in there to fight the Balrog. And then like he's been in there a while. They go in there and he's just like railing the Balrog from behind. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm about to give you Gandalf the white. <laughs> Get these balls, Rog. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, maybe, that's rug, how, may, maybe that's actually how he turned into Gandalf the White. Maybe Balrog just fucking comes free him. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Um, oh, what else? Dra- Jurassic Park. That would have been kind of neat, though. There was just like a scene of two brontosauruses going at it. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I'm looking at some of my movies and I'm thinking... Like the Saw movies, like any of the Saw movies, it'd be weird if people just started having sex. Uh, maybe so. I don't know, though, because horror movies do usually have a lot of sex scenes. Like yeah, I know, but Saw. Me and my buddy were talking about that the other day. Um, did you see the 2009 Friday the 13th movie? No. Okay, so there's a scene in that movie where these two teenagers have sex. And usually when you have something like that in a slasher flick, it's like they're fucking and then all of a sudden like machete goes through the girl or something. You know, the killer like kills both of them or kills one of them or something. Fucking long, drawn out ass sex scene just to have a sex scene in the movie. It was kind (laughs) of weird. Like it was out of place. But like because he kept saying weird shit. He's like, oh, your tits are so perfect. You've got perfect nipple placement. And it's like. That's really fucking weird to say when you're, and I, I get that that line was kind of like trying to show the type of douchebag the dude was, but like, I don't know, it just seemed really weird. That is strange. <laughs> uh, what else? 
Par- the genetic opera would have been weird with the sex scene because it would have been like they'd have been singing about it and then been- <laughs> the Power Rangers movie, Ninja Turtles as yeah. well. Any of the Pokemon what? movies? We could throw in the Princess Bride. Yeah, that would probably be pretty weird. Andre um, the Giant just railing somebody, railing uh the little fucking ball dude. <laughs> this is inconceivable. <laughs> what are you doing back there, Andre? I saw the clip of that movie the uh, other day, the the poison scene. I watched it today. What a great scene! Yeah, <laughs> you never, you never cross a Sicilian when yeah. it comes to life or death. <laughs> uh, what Tremendous. Ooh, what if the new Mario movie has a sex scene in it? <laughs> just fucking Mario walks in and Luigi's just clapping Peach's cheeks. Yeah, or Bowser's <laughs> clapping Peach's cheeks. <laughs> Uh, Dragon Ball Z would be kind of strange. I mean, I'm sure there's hentai out there of it that somebody's oh, drawn. Sure. But, or like any of the Studio Ghibli stuff, it'd be really odd oh, if there was just a sex scene in the middle of My Neighbor Totoro or something. Yeah. Or like Spirited Away, the girl and the dragon boy start just doing it in the sky. <laughs> sky fucking. Uh, what else? American, well, no, did American Psycho? Yeah, it did have a sex scene. It, it did, yeah. Because he was fucking her like flexing in the mirror and shit. Yeah, I was like, I was <laughs> thinking more along the lines like, slasher film sex again but i was like oh wait no that one did have this thing i thought you were gonna say american pie i was like that whole movie was sex <laughs> <laughs> and I, I you could say american beauty but that movie also has sex scenes in yeah it, so. yeah what a great movie though american oh beauty yeah is so good american beauty is top 10 all time. one of my yeah one of my favorite movies ever oh yeah so satisfying just like all the way through there's nothing in that movie that could have needed to change at all like everything about that movie was perfect yeah the I, casting I remember, the pace the ending like everything and it was just great no i completely agree and the uh the, the first time i saw it i was at my buddy neil's house and me and neil were chilling and, <clears throat> and his dad was like flipping through the channels uh, and his dad goes oh man american beauty just came on on this one y'all ever seen that and we were like, no. And he's like, what? You all, you guys got to fucking, you guys can't fucking move for the next two hours. Yeah. He's like, sit down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we sat there and we watched that movie and me and Neil were both like, damn, that was a good movie. And he's like, I fucking told you guys. Now let's go get some food. <laughs> you, know, you know what other American movie is damn near perfect? American History X. That's a, that's a hardcore movie. That it's is really a good hardcore. It, it's difficult to watch at times, but man, it's fucking great. Yeah. He tells that motherfucker, bite the curve. I'm like, oh, no, don't do it. Don't do it. Just get shot. It's better. Just <laughs> the, 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 that scene of watching him put his teeth on the concrete and thinking about how that would feel. Yeah. Because anyone who hasn't seen shit. it, yeah, they literally show him, like, open his mouth. He's got, like, his lips drawn back so you can see his teeth and just, like, put his teeth up against the concrete curb. Uh, it just fucking gives me shudders thinking yeah. about it. <laughs> it's fucking oh, awful. Man. But I love that, like, a guy who was so fucking racist goes to jail and realizes, like, this is all bullshit. Like, nobody, none of these motherfuckers actually believe this shit. Uh, what else? What about you guys? Let us know in Discord. Yeah, what some movies yeah, you think sure. would be weird if they had sex scenes added to them. Um, and then I guess that takes us to Song of the Week. Yeah, not a lot of topics this week. We've been kind of we've been kind of slacking lately on finding topics, but I mean, listener questions have been more than making up for it. So yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, 
So my song of the week is by a band called Bella Morte, right? Yes. And the song is called Fall No More. Um, it's like a gothic 90s song. And dude, it's just so good. The piano in it and everything is just perfect in my opinion. Right. The mixing on it is great. Um, I recommend anybody go check that out. Bella Morte, Fall No More. Sounds good. So my song is by an American uh, pop singer, I guess you would say. I don't know if you really call her a pop singer because her music's all like sad and depressing usually. Um, she's a big like Facebook video and TikTok person though. Her name's Elise Myers. The song is called In My Head and it's basically just kind of how I've been feeling this week. So it's kind of perfect for, for my song of the week. Like If you like depressing music, go listen to I it. Love it's it. great. <laughs> my mom... And uh, my dad and hers friends, KB and Rebecca, <coughs> my mom and Rebecca say that the music that me and my dad and KB and all of us like, they call it suicide music. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. it's all like sad and depressing, like Elliot Smith type shit. Wasn't there an album or a playlist or something called like Songs to Slit Your Wrist to? Uh, I don't know. I swear it's like an album or something. Let's see. Now I got to Google. I was going to say, if you want to look it up, I do not know. Obviously, don't slit your wrist. But yeah, I guess it was just an old playlist. There's a playlist on Spotify called that. The first song on that playlist is Make You Feel My Love by Adele. (laughs) That does not seem like a a suicide (laughs) song. (laughs) Bjork is the second song on the list. Yeah, Uh, it might be songs that make you want to slit your wrist. Maybe. uh, (laughs) Wild, Wild Horses by the Sundays is third. That's a decent song. Well, I wouldn't consider slitting my wrist to it but wasn't it in uh clerks too oh no that's goodbye horses goodbye horses Horses. yeah that song i'm flying over you it's a great song yeah anyways um so our so our our first question this week comes in from santos the wasteland man himself the wasteland man 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 what are your best Halloween stories? So I only really have one I can remember telling. Uh, well, I have two, I'll say. Um, when I was a kid, I was probably 10 or 12, maybe. Um, my best friend's dad owned a candy store on Main Street in town. And so we went to the candy store. I had my red NWO Wolfpack t-shirt on. Hell yeah. And we went in his mom's purse. We found red lipstick and a like an eyeliner pencil. And so I did the red sting like face paint with lipstick and an eyeliner pencil. And then we just went and walked up and down main street, like looking for candy. Um, I forget what he was dressed as. Um, but yeah, that was, that was a memorable Halloween as a kid. Then sometime in my early twenties, um, some of my buddies were going to ECU and ECU has like used to have legendary Halloween parties. I don't know if they still do or not. So we drove down there. My buddy had a brick of weed. And when I say a brick, like the size of a red brick. Yeah. Like compacted in a Ziploc bag. And we spoke about half of that on the drive to ECU. So we were fucking toasted. Um, we get down there. We're wandering around. And we found my buddy Ryan. Ryan was high on mushrooms. Yeah, um, <laughs> he was walking around with some friends of his, and one of them was this girl. She was in one of those like Victorian dresses, like 
you would wear to a renaissance fair with a corset and all. She had huge fucking boobs, a low-cut dress. And I'm just sitting there, like, staring at her boobs. And then I realize it, and I'm like, oh, I'm sorry, I was staring at your boobs. And she just kind of, like, chuckled. It was like, it's okay. And then just, like, two seconds later, I'm just, like, staring again, just fucking mouth agape. <laughs> and she goes, I'm high as fuck. I was like, oh, my God, I'm sorry. I was doing it again. I'm just going to walk away. And I just walked away into the woods. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was a F- fun trip. Fucking tremendous. Um, trying to trying to think of, I don't have a lot of good Halloween stories. Yeah, I've never like, been one to do like a whole lot of Halloween. I mean, I've always I've always loved the holiday. I just can't really think of anything spectacular I've ever done. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I don't know. This past weekend, just like chilling with Megan, was probably the closest I've gotten to something like special for Halloween. If, yeah. And like, I'm not even saying that to be cheesy. Like it's true. <laughs> um. I've had some shitty things happen on Halloween, but no need to go into that. Um, so I don't know. I, I guess it'd probably be like when I'm when I was a kid, and I'd come home with an ass load of candy. Oh yeah, you know, that's just and what just I try can to always eat as much of it as possible. Yeah, that first night, go to bed, fucking wake up in the middle of the night with candy induced diarrhea. Yeah, you're throwing up. <laughs> or and shit throwing and, up. Yeah. yeah. Uh, um. So this next one comes in from Kana. <clears throat> Husbando pillows of the boys win, so you can cuddle your favorite host, or just get in a cuddle puddle with everyone. Make a pillow for it out of Dalton and Jeremy's. I don't know where I was going with this, but it sounded funny at the time, so I'm leaving it. Come. I mean, if y'all want them, we'll get them made. We figure it out. You want a yeah. pillow with us on it? You want little wrestle buddies? Yeah, you want wrestle buddies? <laughs> husbando pillows i mean i've seen waifu pillows i assume that there are husbando pillows yeah i saw one who was it saw one of that convention that i went to not too long ago oh i can't fucking remember who it was now though they had like male and female ones i guess it'd be waifu and husbando you know it would be a great husbando pillow dr roxo the rock and roll clown (laughs) (laughs) i'm roxo I you just, you just slap it and just like a puff of cocaine comes out of it. <laughs> and everybody around you just like. <laughs> just hoover up. <laughs> uh, yeah, whatever. I mean, if you guys want them, you let us know. And we'll yeah. look into it. If you could have any movie slash show prop, like an article of clothing or a weapon or even a piece of the set, which would you want to own? Hmm. I want. Geralt's swords. I could see that. Um, I don't really care so much for that show. Like, it lost my interest pretty quick. But I'm not super duper into the fantasy stuff. Um, yeah. Maybe. So I've got a couple answers. The giant Audrey Two prop from uh, Little Shop of Horrors. That would be sweet. That'd be really cool. Or the fucking and this is gonna sound fucking cheesy. The fucking paper mache titty from the chick in Total Recall that had three boobs. <laughs> like, that would just be a really interesting thing to have on a shelf and explain to people. Just a titty. Yeah, just a titty. Uh, or I would maybe, like a maybe one uh, of the the full size Terminator, like the in, the endoskeleton. That'd be kind of cool. That would be sweet. Endos- the um, I'd like Mega Maid from Spaceballs, even though the thing was oh, yeah. huge. Yeah. And I'm sure it was CG, but still, I want Mega Man. <laughs> Ooh, no, the giant fucking comb 
from Spaceballs. Oh, yeah, the pick? Yeah, the pick. We ain't five or shit. Or either one. We ain't five <laughs> shit. <laughs> yeah. uh, I would also like the, the Pizza the Hut suit. Oh, yeah. I think that'd be hilarious, even though that thing's gross. The fucking giant pancake from uh, Uncle Buck. It's probably gross by now, but that'd be cool. <laughs> um, Any of the fucking... Anything from the movie Jaws would be great. Like, any of that shit would be cool. Um, I'm trying to think of some of my favorite movies and, like, things that I could take from them. And they're all, like, swords, like, from Lord of the Rings and yeah. The Witcher and things like that. But also, like, uh, I mean, one of the original wands from Harry Potter would be cool. Um, man, I had something else in my mind just blanked. Oh, like, I'm trying to think of things from, like, Anne Rice that I would want. Like, the Anne Rice movies. And I can't think of shit. Maybe the Tome... That was considered Lestat's journal and Queen of the Damned. That'd be cool. Yeah. Oh, the violin that he plays. That'd be cool. That bear costume from Super Troopers. That'd be pretty cool. <laughs> Excuse me. Uh, uh, bear fucker. Do you need assistance? <laughs> bear fucker. Do you need assistance? Uh, the briefcase from Pulp Fiction would be kind of cool. Although I've seen pics. I've seen pictures of it from the other side, and it's just a briefcase with a light bulb in it. <laughs> yeah, with a glowing light. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but still, uh, the leg lamp. That'd be cool. Just to have. Yeah. Uh, I'd like to have a DeLorean, but I wouldn't drive it. Yeah. Well, I feel like the question's more for collectability, so that'd be cool. <laughs> that fucking white Lamborghini Countach from Wolf of Wall Street. That'd be cool as fuck to have. I'd even yeah. take it like the crashed up one. I'd even take that. Which I'm sure at that point in time was just like a replica car. But still, it'd be cool to be like, this is the one from Wolf of Wall Street. Yeah. Leonardo, Leonardo DiCaprio's character got high on Quaaludes and crashed his car all into a bunch of shit. Are you insane? This is <laughs> Hitler's car. <laughs> oh my God, that scene is so goddamn funny. <laughs> Dude, underrated movie. Rat Under, race. Underrated as fuck. Underrated movie. Like Mr. Yeah. Bean having narcolepsy, just falling the fuck asleep everywhere is hilarious. Didn't he drive that car into like a fucking World War II Dude. memorial thing? Yeah, after he burned his tongue. <laughs> yeah. And then he and then he had put lipstick on the wiped his lipstick stuff off on the steering wheel. So when he hits his face on the steering wheel, it looks like he has a Hitler mustache yeah. and his tongue is burned. So he's like, and he's like trying to say he swears to God. And it looks like he's, yeah. hey, hey, yeah. oh my God. <laughs> oh, John Lovitz. And the best part is John Lovitz is Jewish as all fucking hell. Yeah. So like nobody at that place knew that. Oh, just tremendous. That movie's tremendous. It's where oh, I got the term so prairie dogging from. Yeah. He makes his, daughter, makes his daughter hang her ass out the window of the minivan. She's like, I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I love it. Um, so, Jeff does not recall if this was asked before, but what is your favorite carnival food? Corn dog, funnel cake, cotton candy, caramel apples, popcorn, nachos? Uh, funnel cake. Funnel cake all the fucking way, followed yeah. closely by a nice, freshly fried corn dog. Yeah, fresh corn dogs are really good. Problem oh, is now so most of them are just selling the fucking frozen ones you can buy at Food Line. They're just heating them up in the microwave and selling them for four dollars a piece or some shit. Oh fuck that, bro! Yeah. You gotta like make your own. Yeah, damn it. But no funnel cake 
is and always will be the best. If you ever go to Olive Garden, order Zeppeli as a dessert. Because it's basically funnel cake, but in like a a pillow shape. It's so fucking good. Zeppeli? Yes, Zeppeli. My dad has talked about how much he likes Zeppeli. Yeah. Olive Garden Zeppeli is funnel cake, but like it looks like a little pillow. Little deep fried pillow with powdered sugar all over it. It's fucking amazing. It sounds man, I have the munchies like a motherfucker, you're just making me really hungry. Yeah. <laughs> um yeah, I mean, and don't get me wrong, I also love me some fucking nachos. I like nachos, but I don't eat all the shit on them. I just eat the chips, so I don't really count that. So you like corn chips? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I like corn I chips. Also, I also like tortilla and corn chips. Um, what is your favorite euphemism for masturbation? Personally, Dane calls it engaging in master battle. Uh, fucking jerking my gherkin has always been fucking hilarious to me. Yeah, running the flag up the pole. Yeah. Uh, beating your meat. Oh, Saying God. hello so, to my monster. Yeah. <laughs> uh, stroking off, like beef stroking off. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking Thumbelina and her four sisters. Distributing some free literature. Yeah. <laughs> tug your horn. How many times you tugged your horn today, bud? <laughs> Committing fetal genocide. (laughs) (laughs) Spilling some seed. Yeah. Having some me time. (laughs) That just made me think of Ron. uh, Fuck, what's his name? Ron White, the comedian. I think it said his dad caught him jerking off. He's like, it is. The Bible says it is better to spill your seed in the belly of a whore than on the ground. Sounds good to me. Got 50 bucks. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, so this one comes in from jeff what is your favorite euphemism for going to the bathroom jeff's are going to the urination station and doozy of a toozy now i I have since started using doozy of a toozy since i heard jeff say that because that shit always cracks me up that's for shitting though that's not for pissing because a shit a shit is a toozy. No, I understand. It says a euphemism for going to the bathroom. Uh, His are going to the urination okay. station. For some reason, I thought it was urination or for peeing. Okay, yeah. So, uh, what do I always say? Go drain the main vein. Yeah, drain the main vein. Um, I always say drain the tank. Yeah. Uh, piss like a racehorse. Yep. My eyeballs <laughs> are floating. Yep, eyes are floating. Yep. Uh, for shitting, uh, it's always usually taking the Browns to the Super Bowl. Dropping a bomb on Nagasaki. <laughs> Dropping the kids off at the pool. <laughs> Which should be a euphemism for jerking off into the toilet, but. <laughs> yeah, but it's not. It's, yeah. Uh, yeah, I also like taking the Browns to the Super Bowl. Making brownies. I, oh, no, I'll never say that. <laughs> what are you doing in there? Making brownies? <laughs> Cutting off a log. Yeah. Dropping a log. Yeah, dropping a log. Laying a log. Uh, making some soft serve. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. From Kana. Would you rather eat at a Korean restaurant called Okidoki or a Viet- Vietnamese restaurant called <laughs> Fucking Way? Yeah, fucking Way. <laughs> yeah. Fu- well, 
Technically, that's pho. So it's spelled P-H-O, but that is pronounced pho. Don't ask me why, because it is definitely pho, but it is pronounced pho. And I'll and let me tell you why I know that on GMM they made they were doing Will It Taco and Rhett and Link got brought a they called it a Foco yeah and Rhett goes this is our Foco and Link goes it's pronounced Fu and Rhett just looks Link dead in the face goes yeah dude but we can't call it a Foco <laughs> <laughs> and they bleeped it and Link just stares at him for a second and goes good point and they get back to the what they were doing <laughs> this is ah oh, it's funny. Uh, I'm going to go fucking way. Okay. Try some Vietnamese food. I do, although I bet they're both good. I don't know. They're both they're both great names. So, I don't eat Korean or Vietnamese food, so my answer is going to be no okie dokie, no fucking way. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, this one stems, I think, from our last episode. Yes. <laughs> so, is Bruce Willis a true asshole? Or is he, or has the head injuries over the years altered his personality? So, what head injuries? I don't know. I know he has some disease he can't act anymore, but I don't think it was head injuries. I think it's just some disease. Let's see. He has aphasia. What is that? So, aphasia is a disorder that affects how you communicate. It can impact your, it can impact your speech as well as the way you write and understand both spoken and written language. Aphasia usually happens suddenly after a stroke or a head injury, so maybe it was head injuries. Hmm. So I think I—I I don't know if he's a an asshole per se. I think he was probably a very like cocky and straightforward guy, but I don't know. I don't know the guy personally, so I can't speak on him like that. But I hate that he can't act anymore. That kind of sucks. That does suck. I appreciate Bruce Willis for the things that he's in and his acting yeah. ability, but I only I only say he's an asshole because of the stories that I've heard from Kevin Smith trying to direct him, yeah, and how he just like didn't take Kevin Smith seriously and was just like, "Who the fuck are you trying to tell me how to act?" That kind of thing, yeah. When really he was just trying to be a director, like he's supposed to. I, I don't know. Yeah. So I don't know. Maybe. So, Jeff, the real answer, the real answer, like the real question here, though, is are you okay? Yeah. Jeff, you okay? Fuck, fuck Bruce Willis. Are you okay? Yeah. And if you're okay, would you fuck Bruce Willis? He probably would. <laughs> he probably would. If, it's on if his Bruce list. Willis dresses like a fox, would you fuck? <laughs> fox Willis. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, he also, Jeff also wants to know who's cooler, Steve McQueen, Paul Newman, James Dean. I'm going to say Steve McQueen. He's got cooler cars. I'm going to go James Dean just because like, he's like your stereotypical 50s cool guy, right? Yeah. The, the, the look on his face. Even though I think James Dean, you should look up how many movies James Dean did because it wasn't that many. Yeah, it wasn't a lot. <laughs> like he, I think he died young, if I yeah. remember correctly. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> but he left an impact. <laughs> Dude, I really need to get longer headphones. So when I lean away, I don't almost yank my entire audio thing off. Yeah. Um, you can stop one crime forever, but by the way you stop it, you have to commit it. What crime do you commit? Stealing money from somebody. So I'm going to go steal like a million dollars from somebody, but then nobody is ever allowed to steal money ever again. So I've got that million dollars. Nobody can take it from me. Fair enough. 
I was thinking of like murder. Uh, some <laughs> just some, kill somebody, and then some people need to be murdered. But there, there's a difference, though. Like those people can get the chair or something like eh, capital punishment. Vigilante justice is better. It's more direct and to the point. Not always. Not always. Oh, that comes in from Fenris. I don't know if I said that or not. Um, I was trying to think if I had a better answer for that, and I don't. <laughs> I would uh, say like rape, but I don't really want to rape somebody. So that was my that was my first go to. Was like, oh, well, I, was like, rape, I, w- I would like, like oh, to see I- that never happen again. But like, so say maybe like I could rape like Harvey Weinstein or somebody like that that really kind of deserves it. Yeah. And in doing so, nobody in the world ever got raped again. That'd probably be my answer. Like, if I have to go rape some innocent person, I couldn't do that. But, like, some douchebag like that Brock guy who raped that girl behind a dumpster and got, like, three months probation because the judge and his dad were friends. Like, yeah. I'd rape him. That's fair. <laughs> yeah. Like, I raped that kid and then nobody else in the world gets raped ever again? Yeah. Yeah, that's what yeah, I want to go with. If you could rape a rapist. Yeah. But then the, would that be like a double jeopardy thing? <laughs> like, I don't know. Well, I don't know. We've uh, we've said the word rape enough for one episode. <laughs> yeah, we're going to get flagged by somebody. <laughs> um, what do you call the night before Halloween? And have you ever heard of it being called Cabbage Night? And that comes from Jeff. No, Jeff. I don't. I've never heard. I've that. never heard it called Cabbage. I always called it All Hallows Eve or Devil's yep. Night. Yeah, I always call it Hollow's Eve. Um, one of my favorite typo negative songs is called All, All Hollow's Eve, and it's about All Hollow's Eve, so it's like that's always what I've called it. I always like Devil Devil's Night, too. Devil's Night's good as well. Yeah. But like that that implies more uh, trickery, where yeah. I like treats. There you go. There's a treat for you. Uh, yeah, like I don't have enough to edit in, during our show. <laughs> Jesus like Christ. Like you're going to edit that shit out. You're going to leave it there. Uh. There you go. <laughs> um, ooh, what is your favorite Dr. Seuss story slash movie? You want to do both story and movie? I'm going to say both. Um, I'm going to say the books would be either One Fish, Two Fish, Red Fish, Blue Fish, or Are You My Mother? Okay, both good choices. And then or I, the, I had both those books. Then for the movie... um. There was technically an Are You My Mother movie, but I don't know, remember if that was a movie or a TV show. Let's see. As far as an actual movie, I'm going to go with uh, the Jim Carrey Grinch movie. I think he personified that character so well. Man, I'm, I'm, I know Truncate Silence will take this out, but I'm really trying to think about, like, I, my dad was super into Dr. Seuss and Shel Silverstein when I was yeah. younger. So like I had all the books and I had like, you know, where the sidewalk ends and I had all that shit too. Like, yep. so I'm trying to think, I think my favorite Dr. Seuss story is the one that Miss Sands would read us every year. She was my ex- uh, gifted studies teacher in elementary school. Yeah. And every year, if we were good before the year was over, she would read us the Lorax. Oh yeah. And what a fucking story that book is. And still, no one has learned from that book yeah. <laughs> to this go, day. Go Dog Go was another good one of the books. Go Dog Go was also good. Um, as far as movie, I say this even though I fell asleep in the theater 
while I was watching it as a kid is just because I was tired. But the animation I really enjoyed was Horton Hears the Who. Yeah, that was a good one. That was a good I one. Still uh, think, I still think that Jim Carrey Grinch can't be beat, though. I mean, yeah, I mean that, but yeah, that's, but I'm trying to think of other ones because you yeah. said that already. Yeah. I'm, uh, Cat in the Hat was good. Mike Myers playing Cat oh, in yeah. the Hat. Yeah, that one was really good. Um, so the most, uh, innuendo Dr. Seuss book, I can lick 30 tigers today. <laughs> what are tigers? What? Tigers are kitties. <laughs> yeah, there's a book. What called- are kitties? Pussy. Yes. I can lick 30 tigers today. So, yeah. Dude, I am so intrigued by what that book would be about. Yeah, I'm kind of curious. I'm sure it's just nonsense, <laughs> but there has to be some innuendo in there with a title like that. Today I licked one tiger. <laughs> today I licked two tigers. And it gets like, today I licked 27 tigers, and boy, are my tongue tired. Yeah. Um. Let's see. Who is your favorite Avenger that comes in from Fenris? Uh, Probably Thor. Because I'm a huge Norse mythology fan, with a with a second place to uh, Captain America. I'm going Spider Man. Yeah, I can. See I that. love Spidey. It's literally one of my favorite superheroes of all time. Dude, there was a girl at uh, Mellow Mushroom tonight wearing a Spider Man costume. Kinda Bro, kinda I am hot. so fucking jealous that you still have Mellow Mushrooms up there, man. They had one in Gainesville and they closed it. And fuck, their pizza's uh, so good. Their pizza's so fucking good. <coughs> Damn, I'm jelly. Mail me a pizza. <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing about Mellow Mushroom, though. You have to eat it hot. Because if you take it home as leftovers, it's not nearly as good. But yeah, well, when y'all come up and visit, we'll go to Mellow Mushroom. Yes, bitch. Yes. Um, who are your Super Smash Bros. mains? That comes in from Jeff. I don't play Super Smash Brothers, so I'll leave that to you. I also do not play Super Smash Brothers, but if I had to pick one in the new game, it would be Joker from Persona 5. Surprise, surprise. Surprise, surprise, surprise. And that character probably sucks, and you probably get yeeted by everybody you played, but... He actually wrecks. Oh, Nice. I don't so know. I, I literally, <laughs> I literally don't do anything with Smash Brothers. So, yeah, I dude, I I was soured on Smash Bros for a long time <coughs> because I had these friends that would play Super Smash Brothers Melee on the GameCube all the time, and they were so good that it wasn't even fun playing them. Uh, and it's why to this day I play Smash Bros. I play it single player. I don't yeah. want to play with other people. I'll just play the computer. Yeah, and I'll be happy. <laughs> so the next question we got is from jeff if they were to take your favorite game and turn it into an action rpg like skyrim or borderlands which game would be the best choice i mean isn't your favorite game skyrim isn't your favorite game skylanders <laughs> skyrim is not my favorite game then i'm gonna say persona 5 i do not think it would work as an action rpg it but the way not. Persona Five works, because it's it's like Pokemon, but with demons yeah. and stuff. Like it's it's already really an RPG, a, so yeah, it's a JRPG, and it fits that mold really well. Um, I would think maybe like Tomb Raider with a Borderlands type system could yeah. be really fun. Um, I'm gonna say if you did a not the game, but I'm gonna say the game universe. If you did like a Last of Us action RPG. 
Or you're not like Joel or Ellie or anybody else. You're just some random person. And like settlement, you have to like go find resources for the settlement, food, medication, all that stuff. I think they could really make that work. I mean, if if fucking Bethesda could do it with Fallout 4, then they could absolutely do it in The Last of Us with Naughty yeah. Dog. Yeah. <clears throat> I have all the faith in Naughty Dog. And it wouldn't be as glitchy. Yeah, <laughs> and it wouldn't take 30 years to come out. <laughs> Although it probably uh, would get re-released every five or six years. I would love an action RPG wrestling game, which I think there's a game coming out that's an RPG based on wrestling, but it's 16-bit. It's yeah. called Wrestle, Wrestle Quest. Yeah. But I'm still intrigued by that because it's got like Andre and Macho Man and shit in it. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, this one, next one's from Fenris. What is your favorite sugar cereal? Lucky Charms. Lucky Charms. I will All say day. second would be probably Fruit cinnamon Loops. To- oh, Cinnamon Toast Crunch. So I like the fruity cereal, so Fruit Loops. I, I prefer Fruity Pebbles over Fruit Loops. I don't. They're like, too I also like, like Cocoa Pebbles. Mm. Fruity Pebbles are like Fruit Loops that have already been partially eaten. I'm just not into that. But I eat my cereal dry. I don't eat it with milk, so that may be why. Fruit Loops are a good cereal to eat dry. Yeah, that makes sense because they're bigger. They're yeah. an easier chew than having to chew a bunch of dry flakes in your mouth. Yeah, yeah, and like fruit Fruity Pebbles will. Dry fruity pebbles will destroy the inside of your mouth. <laughs> will it burn my mouth? It'll destroy your mouth. Yeah. Everything will taste like a shoe for a week. Yeah. It's worth <laughs> it, though. Do you like chili on its own, or do you prefer chili dogs more? Also, do you eat it with oyster crackers? And that comes in from Jeff. No, I don't like chili at all. I do like oyster crackers, though. All right. Well, Jeff, let me give you the skinny. I do not put oyster crackers in my chili. I prefer a bowl of chili over a chili dog. But let me tell you how I eat my chili. You take a flour tortilla. You get you a nice, decent-sized bowl. You take your flour tortilla. You put it in the bowl. So your bowl is now filled with a tortilla around it. And then you put the chili inside that, right? But before you do that, you put a little cheddar cheese on the bottom. Pour chili in there. Hit it with some cheese on top. Small dollop of sour cream right on top. That is a perfect bowl of chili right there. Try it. Get back to me. Now, why not put the tortilla, flip the bowl upside down, put the tortilla over the bowl, and bake it so then the tortilla is the actual bowl? I mean, you could do that, too. So then you eat all the chili, and then you can just crush the tortilla up and eat that, too. Well, see, when you do it the way I do it, it's soft, and it's like, so when it's done, you just have this, like, delicious chili infused tortilla to just munch down which I mean, I, it would work either way you would have baked that or not way. baked um so my time so, just takes less t- time so ritz or captain's wafers Ooh, with chili or just in general in general oh fucking a what a question so ritz are more readily available yes but captain's but, wafers are the fucking bomb Captain Wafers is so fucking good, bro. Dude, one of my favorite local restaurants, if you ever come up here, I'm going to get their spaghetti and so you can try it. It's like, dude, I fucking love it. Like, I eat way too much of it whenever I get it. And you can get two, like, casserole dish size containers of it for, like, 11 bucks. 
So you can feed a family of four normal people or one Jeremy with eleven dollars <laughs> worth of spaghetti. But they have a buffet as well. So I would go to the get the buffet and I would just eat like two or three like huge plates of spaghetti. They had Captain Wafers on the buffet for the salad bar. I would get the Captain Wafers and like scoop some of the spaghetti on them and eat them. Oh my fucking god, it was so good. Like, <laughs> oh man. I do that with chili, but I usually do it with Ritz. But if I had Captain Wafers, bro, I would be right there with you because Captain Wafers are fucking good. To me, Captain Wafers are probably the goat of crackers. Yeah. Yeah. With Ritz being probably the second. They're right there behind them. But yeah, saltines are good, but saltines are like, you got to be in the mood for saltines. Yeah. I, I have this thing with saltines where like I only eat them when I'm sick. Yeah. And my mom swears it's because when she was pregnant one of her pregnancy cravings was saltine crackers and she ate a ton of them and she thinks that it just somehow made me tired of them already before being born (laughs) that's how i am with milk because my mom would drink like probably two or three gallons of milk a week when she was pregnant with me like milkshakes and all that and like i don't like milkshakes i don't drink a lot of milk even when i was a baby i didn't really like milk all that much so i think yeah she just made me sick of it in the womb (laughs) Uh, let's see. What I can't, do you think is... I can't wait for Jeff to hear this and go, oh, Captain Wafers suck. Yeah, yeah I know. <laughs> and then we're just going to ban him from the Discord. Yeah. Scratch Jeff off friends list. Yeah. <laughs> um, What do you think is the most important piece of technology ever created? I'm going to say the computer because so much has branched from the computer. You could pretty much say that every piece of technology available today started with that first computer that was built. So, man, I was going to say the wheel, and then I'm like, well, I guess that's not technically technology. I mean, I mean kind of is. Technically, though. it is. I'm thinking electronic technology. Well, then if, that would probably be yeah, the first motherboard. Yeah, you know that, that fucking computer that was the size of an entire goddamn room, and it could calculate small things and yeah. print out pieces of paper with like dots and you had to figure out how to read it. yeah fucking wild yeah <clears throat> and that wasn't that long ago if you want to go purely entertainment maybe like that first pong home video game system that spawned what like we have Pac-Man now shit yeah so but yeah i'm gonna say as far as for the advancement of humankind would probably be uh, the first like actual computation machine <laughs> so the next question is from Jeff also. And it is uh what is the best kind of bed to have sex on? And the, my answer Jeff is my bed. Yeah, my bed. If it's me, if you're having sex with somebody else, any other bed. <laughs> um I can tell you what the worst bed to have sex on is. And a lot of people think it's the best, but it's not. Fucking water bed. Fucking water beds. <laughs> water beds are so fucking hard to get any kind of traction on. Like, just, no, like, I would literally get on the wooden frame with my knees just so I would be able to fucking pivot my hips. Like, I fuck a water bed, man. To me, the firmer, the better. That bed is fucking made out of concrete. Fucking great. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, because then you can, like, get a firm base. Yeah. Get your legs underneath you. Yep. Have her on top and you're fucking from underneath. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know how many times I've gotten a fucking Charlie horse because I'm fucking, she ain't riding it right, so I got to fucking start throwing some motion in there, too. 
<laughs> oh man you know see if you fucked at a slower pace that wouldn't happen as often you know what else wouldn't happen as often orgasms i like i like well, it's not my fault that you, got, you got to fuck the five finger death punch like i yeah i don't know what to tell you yeah um i've given her the five finger death punch while i'm doing it oh yeah i'm sure uh do you prefer the flintstones or the jetsons for me, Flintstones. comes from Fenris. Flintstones. They had the best vitamins. They had the best live <laughs> action movies. <laughs> oh, man. They had I'm dinosaurs. Because I used to watch both those shows with my dad. And I, mean, I think... Jetsons was good, but to me, the Flintstones is much more memorable. Yeah. I think I agree with you. Because um, I do love the Jetsons, but I feel like I could recall more Flintstones things than I could Jetson things. Yeah. Although I do love Rosie the Robot. Rosie and his daughter, Judy, was hot. His boy, Leroy. Daughter, (laughs) Judy. (laughs) And they got the fucking cars that are like... Yeah. Just floating along. Oh, funny story. Um, So I went and saw uh, Dave Coulier do stand-up. And uh, the the stand-up place that I went to, there's a train tracks that run behind it. And he was talking because, you know, he does a lot of voices and sound effects and stuff. He was talking about the guys who did, like, the sound effects for the Jetsons way back in the day. And like, he's standing up there. He's, like, in front of the mic. He's like, all right, so we need a sound for a spaceship. And he's like, he's like, hmm. And he goes to do the sound. And right when he goes to do it, fucking train whistle. And he just, like, dropped the mic and just walked off the stage. <laughs> he's like, okay. Hey, he's like... He's like, that'd have been just the perfect point to end on. He's like, that would never happen again. Right when he went to make a sound for a spaceship, fucking train whistle blew outside. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it was so fucking good. That's fantastic. But yeah, I think the Flintstones, uh, like those live action movies were fucking great. She had John Goodman as uh, Fred Flintstone and uh, Rick Moranis as Barney in the first one. And then in the second one, you had the dude that played uh, Robert Baratheon in Game of Thrones was Fred in Viva Rock Vegas. Oh, my God. I forgot Viva Rock Vegas was a thing. Yeah. It's not as strong as the first movie, but it's good. Oh, yeah, because it's it's no John Goodman. Yeah, John Goodman is... I will watch anything. Like, dude, if John Goodman live stream taking a shit, I would watch it. (laughs) He's just sitting on his toilet like... Like, I would watch it. <laughs> that man can do no wrong. Jeremy will lay under a glass table for John Goodman. <laughs> I mean, if he asked me to, I probably would. <laughs> would you not? To have this st- yeah, that's no. a fucking story. No, I wouldn't. That's a fucking story. It's not one that I would want to tell, though. I'd be I'd like, tell it. <laughs> John Goodman invited me over and I laid under his coffee table while he pooped on it. He fucking dropped a deuce. He had a doozy of a twosy right there on the table. It was pretty smelly, but, you know, he signed some autographs for me afterwards. So. <laughs> he did this pen and his poo, gave me a yeah. signature. Yeah. A shit nature. <laughs> a shit nature. <laughs> a shit nature. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Uh, what what video game did you enjoy talking about to your friends? Uh Oh, no, I'm sorry. What video games did you enjoy talking to your friends about when you needed help? And this next part offended me. (laughs) Remember, Dalton, there was a time the internet wasn't as helpful as it is now. This Um, comes in from Jeff. 
I mean, it was a time when the internet was not that helpful. First and foremost, Jeff, go fuck yourself. I'm not that young. I'm 30. I'm well aware of back in the day when I had to spend my money on strategy guides that I had to like, you know, mow my grandpa's lawn and stuff to get a strategy guide for Final Fantasy VIII. No, that's a bad example because my brother gave me his strategy guide. Tomb Raider 2. But, uh... Yeah. Uh, so, probably... I really enjoyed Shadow the Colossus. Yeah. Talking with some friends, like, how did you beat this Colossus? You know, what did you do to beat it? Yeah, yeah. Like, <clears throat> that was a lot of fun. Um, and again, like the Tomb Raider games, uh, Tekken, as weird as it sounds, I used to have a lot of fun talking to friends about Tekken. Side so filter. So, you say you're not that young, but you said you chose Shadow of the Colossus. Which is a PS2 game. Yeah. And I, I didn't want, have internet at the time. I want you to know. I was 19 when Shadow of the Colossus came out. <laughs> okay, and I think I was like 15, but still, like, I didn't no, have internet. you would internet, have been like so. 13. What year was it? 2005. 2005, so yeah, I would have been 13. Yeah, so, yeah. I, I, oh, you're right. I didn't beat it till I was 16. Yeah. So, yeah, 13. Yeah, so like, I, I don't remember. I think I had maybe some shitty-ass dialogue. You didn't beat it then. until you were 16, and then once you were done, you wouldn't play Shadow of the Colossus. <laughs> <laughs> um, for Zing. me, it was probably like the Mortal Kombat games, talking about finishers and like level secrets and all of that shit. Yeah, absolutely, dude. I used to, when friends would come over, we would play through mortal Kombat trilogy the story thing on easy mode and then put in the code to see all of the stuff in the game yeah. so like see, and then it would just play this 30 minute cutscene. see <laughs> you say you're not that young i'm talking about mortal Kombat when it didn't have story modes you literally didn't even you couldn't even pause the motherfucker when you were fighting people i mean i call it story mode it was the arcade towers yeah like yeah. the one ver- the one v one arcade towers don't don't backtrack now you know you no, were no, playing no. like it Mortal was, Kombat Look 7. it up, motherfucker. It was Mortal Kombat Trilogy on PS1. Yeah, that was the re-release I understand that. It was, one, it, was, it was the 1, 2, and 3. It was all the characters yeah, from all three games. we were playing the, the originals. Yeah, had, and when you were doing that, I was not old yet. Yeah, you were swimming in your dad's balls. <laughs> not quite. I think I was probably playing Mario instead of Mortal Kombat. That came later. Yeah, I played Mortal, Mortal Kombat 1 on Genesis, where you literally could not pause the game. Like, if well, you yeah, had it's to, like a, was a start switched your buttons around, didn't yeah. it? Yeah. So, like, I'd have to piss so bad. I'd wait for one of those, like, test your strength things and run to the <laughs> bathroom and piss real quick and come back. And that's why the PlayStation was a superior system. No. Yavol. Okay. Um. Let's see. Where was I at? Where was I at? Okay, there it is. So... How did you hear about the Factory Sealed podcast? From Jeff. And that comes in from Jeff. Thank you. I, was I found that. it because I was collecting N64 at the time and looking for a podcast about N64. And I found a really cool one called uh, 64 for 64, where it was a few guys. It was funny because one of them was British and he sounded a lot like Dan Curtis. Um, <laughs> but they were playing 64 Nintendo 64 games. And I think they only made it through like 13 or 14 and like they just quit doing the podcast, which kind of sucks because I really enjoyed listening to it. Um, but then I was like, I want to find another N64 one. So I found the Super Mario 64 episode of Factory Sealed, listened to it. And I was like, oh, this show is pretty good. So I just kept listening to it from there. Oh, yeah. Um, 
So I found Factory Sealed when I was going through an emulation phase, and I was in the middle of playing Illusion of Gaia, and I found that their episode, their episode that they had done on that, and then I believe after that, um, I found their Star Tropics episode. Maybe, maybe that was how I found Tadpog was Illusion of Gaia and Star uh, or not Star Ocean, uh, Star Tropics. But I definitely know I found Fight Resealed looking for uh, Illusion of Gaia or Final, maybe Final, even Final Fantasy VIII. Um, but I usually like I'll, I would search for specific games, and like I originally I found three retro gaming podcasts. I found Retronauts, I found Factory Sealed, and I found Tadpog. And then I ended up sticking with Factory Sealed and Tadpog. Retronauts seemed too professional to me. Yeah. Like it didn't. I didn't get the vibe that I was listening in on Friends. I, f- I got the vibe I was listening in on Colleagues, and there's a difference. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, shout out Factory Sealed, Retro Video Game Podcast. Shout out Tadpog, Tyler, and Dave Play Old Games. Since we're all not old... At the, and this this comes in based on the conversation we were having earlier from Kana. Since we're all not old, what age do you consider old? Uh, I feel like I'm pretty fucking old. You're only as old as you feel, and I'm like 117. Um, 70, I guess. I'd say, I see. I would think like 75. I'd say 70, 75. Yeah. Um, 68, 70, uh, somewhere between a 68 and a 70. <laughs> Do you remember when you thought 40 was old? Yeah, I do. I remember being a kid and being like, man, 40, that's so old. Yeah, like, I'm going to be 40 in four years. Not even. Three in in a few months. I'll be 40 in 10 years. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. I'm going to say, yeah, in in your 70s. Retirement age, I'll say. Retirement. 72. Speaking of retirement. Speaking of retirement. Just just work in general. Yeah. Dude, so I work today right is yes. monday and then i worked uh then i'm gonna work tomorrow and wednesday and then i got my schedule for next week and it, so my schedule right now is gonna be today was monday then tuesday wednesday thursday friday saturday and sunday yes and i'm like damn son that's seven days in a row it's gonna suck yeah. <laughs> my when when next mo- next monday when i'm off and we're recording i can almost promise you listeners you're gonna have me hear me mention that my knees are killing me <laughs> oh yeah um, just something randomly I thought about, but, uh, I did, uh, getting a raise. Yeah. Cause nice. I, I applied for this, uh, DH position and got it. Yeah. So anyways, um, DH, does that stand for dick handler position? Oh, you know it, dude. I'm Fondling sucking all the cocks. Somebody's nuts for a raise. Absolutely. Yeah. It actually, in seriousness, it stands for designated hitter. Uh, and I, I don't know why they call it that, but basically I'm the person that if pharmacy needs somebody extra back there, yeah. they can call over the intercom and I'm the person that goes and helps. Yeah. And I get a dollar so, more an hour for it. So DH is drug handler. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, actually. Uh, well, kind of. I sell, I would sell people their stuff, but I don't actually have to like do any of the prescription stuff. That's the actual like you mean you don't pharmacist, pharmacist. You to actually do that. <laughs> I don't want to. Bro, I do not want to be responsible for life or death drugs for people. Yeah. Fuck it. No, thank you. <laughs> You're like, yeah. man, that old dude was a cocksucker. Instead of giving him his heart pills, I'm going to give him this birth control. <laughs> Enjoy this blood thinner, motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> no, I would never do that. I don't, I don't want to ever. I, I would. I would uh, no, I don't want to think about it. There's a reason um, they make a shitload of money. Yeah. 
Yeah, for sure, dude. I I found out today that if I ever like was running my own store, yeah. that shit starts at fifty five k a year. Yeah, and I'm like, that's not bad. Like that's decently livable money. Like it's oh, not yeah. like bukus, but. Uh, so, what is your favorite historical sword? So there was a picture that uh, who was that? Jeff yeah, posted. Need to look for a fucking picture. I don't need to look at it because I already know my answer. Um, katanas. I fucking love katanas. Tontos were not on that list, but I feel like they should be because I love tontos too. But yeah, katanas are where it's at. I don't see bastard sword on here. Um, I. I also don't see scimitars, and I really, really like scimitars. Yeah. Um, what is there's a the, the scimitars were on of there. a scimitar. Scimitars were on there. I thought. I don't see them. I see, see sabers. Maybe that's what it was. Um, there's a a two handed version of a scimitar that I can't think of a fucking name of right now. It's called. Uh, it starts with a D. Anyway, they're sweet. Yeah. Is it? Do you think it was intentional that uh, the sword that Jon Snow used in Game of Thrones was a bastard sword? Absolutely. And he was a bastard? I think everything in that was intentional. Probably. From what, I've, from what I know about George R.R. R. Martin. I love how Wakazashis are on here, but not Tontos. I guess technically a Tonto is not a sword. It's a dagger. So It is a dagger. That I guess that would be why, but yeah. I've also I've always thought cavalry sabers are weird looking. Yeah. Um, so let's see. All, all right. So this is after I posted the fucking top five thing, right? Yes. So what are your top five popsicles? Uh, yeah, don't do that shit anymore. I hate top five lists. <laughs> um, <laughs> popsicles, push pops or push ups. Another, another Flintstones thing. I know you remember getting the Flintstones push pops. I fucking love those things. I would still devour the shit out of those. Yeah. Um, that'd be number one. Those fucking Icy's, whatever, the fucking plastic sleeve full of frozen sugar water that always cut the sides of your mouth when you were drinking out of them. Oh, yeah, the little crack ice. Yeah. That's what we used to call them, crack ice. Yeah, it, was like, like crack. it was like crack, yeah. Uh, that's two. Uh, orange cream sickles fucking good um that's probably it for me i don't do a lot of ice cream so i really like the strawberry shortcake ones i like a fudge sickle i like the cookies and cream style of the strawberry shortcake one it's just cookies and cream yeah i really like the flintstones ones and i'll go crack ice even though that stuff's kind of just sugary water but i mean that's all it is but it, we fucking devoured them as kids our parents loved them because you could get eight thousand of them for a nickel from the fucking dollar <laughs> store <laughs> so this one comes in from ostara what are your top five legendary pokemon um you two uh kyogre groudon who else fuck it moltres and articuna that'd be my five what about you what was the I'm looking him up hold on Entei that's his name yeah I like Entei um I really like Mewtwo um Arceus oh god there's one what's the one that starts with a G he's like the big crazy looking Giratina. thank you yeah I like yeah. him 
Uh, and then I'm going to go the shiny red Gyarados from gold. And is Dragonite, because I know that uh, Arcanine is technically a legendary Pokemon. Is Dragonite technically a legendary Pokemon? No. So it was just in the show that it was rare? Yeah. I don't think Arcanine is technically a legendary. Yeah, I, I think you're, it's called a legendary dog. You're thinking of Arceus as a legendary. No, no, I'm no, thinking of Arcanine. Arcanine. Growl this evolutionary form. They're super rare. It's Yeah, but it's not a legendary, though. I don't know, man. The legendaries know. are like the the cover the cover Pokemon for the games, and then like those are some of the legendaries. Yes, yeah. So you got like Ho Oh and Lugia and Art. Like in the first game, you had Articuno, Moltres, and Zapdos, but then you had Mewtwo and Mew as well. Which led to Jeff's question, which is, "What are your top five normal Pokemon?" Uh, let's see. They posted a list of a bunch of normal Pokemon. My oh, man. Um, Snorlax, Meowth, uh, Raticate, Kangaskhan, or Kangaskhan, however you want to say it, yeah. um, and Ditto. So mine would be Meowth, Kangaskhan, Tauros, uh, Teddy Ursa, and Ditto. Although I feel like Ditto is technically cheating because he can be anything. Hey, man, but so can you. That's a lot. You can be anything you want to be. I can't be happy. <laughs> yes, you can. You just have to try. No. So, to put a break in between the top five answers, we could, I just got a question in from Megan. What would your perfect breakfast, lunch, and dinner be? Like the perfect day of food. My, my homemade lasagna for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. <laughs> I've <laughs> done that before, and it's fucking great. Literally woke up, ate some, made some more for lunch, ate the rest for dinner. Pasta okay. in the morning is underrated. Like leftover pasta in the morning, fucking underrated, man. People should try it more. We'll probably all die from diabetes. <laughs> <laughs> um, my my perfect breakfast is gonna be waffles with uh, some scrambled eggs. And bacon and sausage. Even though I do find bacon overrated, I do like to have a piece of bacon with some syrup on it. So to take it seriously, my favorite breakfast food breakfast would be tall stack of like pancakes. Big, like the big plate size pancakes you get at like diners. Tall stack of pancakes. Like four strips of bacon. Scrambled eggs with cheese. Some white toast. Or maybe a biscuit. And orange juice. Hell yeah, brother. Yeah, so ours aren't far off. No. I also really like some grits. Some buttery grits. Mm. I don't like grits, but... Uh, so for lunch, let's do like pub food. So like it would be like a burger and fries. See, um, I would go two slices of New York style cheese pizza and a big ass Pepsi. I can get behind that. See, I would, I would lean more towards pizza for dinner, but that's just me. Um, but like... Hitting the pub, getting a <clears throat> like a burger, or like going to a place where you can get like a nice sandwich, like a club or something. Yeah, uh, like this place I went the other day called Tom and Betty's, where all of their sandwiches were ma- named after cars and stuff. It was yes. tremendous. Um, and then for dinner, I'm either gonna go a pizza from a place that's got good pizza, or I'm going ribs on the grill. Uh. Grilled corn on the cob, 
some spinach or some sort of no uh, spinach or some sort of green, preferably like uh, collard greens with mustard greens, stuff like that, yeah. with some pepper sauce on them, um, some fresh biscuits or yeast rolls, and maybe some baked beans or coleslaw or something, and a salad. I love a good salad. See, if I'm cooking it myself or somebody's cooking it for me, I'm going to go with my my homemade lasagna that I love. Um, if I'm going out, maybe like maybe like a good baked ziti with like nice soft breadsticks. Um, yeah, probably that. Okay. Well, there you go. Um, <clears throat> top five people named Nate or Nathan, and that comes in from Nate. So I'm looking up people named Nate. Of course, there's you know there's only one Nate for me. Yeah, I mean, so I'm gonna go our Nate. Yes, and then and then my buddy that I grew up with named Nathan Jones. My brother's best friend's name is Nathan, so I'll go with him. And then I feel like there's a isn't it Nathan Lane the actor? I'll go with him. Yeah. And then Nathan from PlayStation Access. Boom! I fucking I fucking came up with five. I am so impressed with myself right now. <laughs> so, um, there's only one Nate for me. Nate Dog, the rapper. No, I would say Nate Dog and Woman G about to regulate. I'll say Nate Dog, our Nate, Nathan Lane, um. Who else? Nate Dog about to make these motherfuckers turn cold. So that's three. Hmm. Who else would be a good Nathan? Nathan's hot dogs. <laughs> yeah. Whoever created Nathan's hot dogs. If it was Nathan, yo, shout out to Nathan. No, just the hot dogs. They're called Nathan's. Yeah, but like they had to be created by a dude named Nathan or somebody who knew a guy whose name was Nathan. Nah, don't even care. You just like wieners. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Hmm. You forgot the best Nathan of all. Nathan Explosion from Metalocalypse. Oh, yeah, from Metalocalypse. Nice. Well, he doesn't exist, but he's cool. Doesn't matter. He's a character named Nathan. It's fair. Um, let's see. Except it says top five people, not characters. He just his character as a person. No, no, bullshit. You have nitpicked some of these things before. Nope. I'm nitpicking on this one. It's a fucking people named Nate Nathan. Nope, because somebody in the thing said Nathan Drake. That's a fictional character. Nathan Drake does not count either. Doesn't matter. You don't, you don't get to make the rules. I make the rules. It says people. I will fire you. My <laughs> choice is a character that's a person. It's people. No. Let's see. Oh, yeah. Nathan Summers. Uh, Cyclops' son in the X-Men, a.k.a. Cable. Hey. So there you go. So Nate's next question. Is Jeff okay? No, he's not. I don't know. Jeff, are you okay? Are you okay? Are you okay, Jeffy? Jeffy, are you okay? Won't you tell us that you're okay? Was it the sound of the window? And then they struck you a crescendo. And uh, Jeffy, they came into your butthole, left blood stains on your pee hole. <laughs> And then you ran through the bedroom, pulled your pants down. It was your dude. Took a doozy of a toozy duke. (laughs) Okay. So, Adam wants you to pick five GameCube games from this list, and all the rest have to go away forever. Oh, that'll be easy. Hold on. Let me get it pulled up. It's not that easy for me, because there's not five on here that I really care that much about, to be honest. 
I'm keeping hit and run because Simpsons hit and run is a fantastic game. I'm keeping Skies of Arcadia. I'm keeping Animal Crossing. I'm keeping Fire Emblem. I'm keeping SSX Tricky. The rest of them can go away. So I'm going to say Animal Crossing, SSX Tricky, Paper Mario, Simpsons hit and run, and uh, I don't know. All the rest of these are not that great to me. Like for uh, Ostara's sake, I'll say Twilight Princess, even though I, oh. hardly, I hardly even played that game at all. I, I thought you would have said Pokemon Coliseum. Eh, I was really into Pokemon Stadium, but I was not super into Pokemon when Coliseum came out. That's fair. So, um, have you ever seen a porn star that looks like an X? And if so, did it make the porn better or worse? And that comes in from Adam. I don't know if I ever saw one that looked like an X. I can't recall, but I did see one that looked like my neighbor one time. And the porn star had like a tattoo, like a tramp stamp tattoo. I kept trying to like see my neighbor's back to see if she had that tattoo. I swear to God, it looked just like her. And like that made it way hotter when I thought it was her. I was like, oh man, especially she was using one of those rubber like forearms with the fucking fingers pointed. <laughs> yeah. In a, in a, a place. So, like, yeah, that was super fucking hot. Um, turned out to not be her, but it was pretty hot when I thought it was. Um, my ex-girlfriend was a stripper, so it wouldn't surprise me if there was, like, a video of her out there somewhere. Um, I, I saw a porn star within the past year that looked a lot like my friend's mom. Nice. Like, a big gap between her teeth, but, like, not, like, you know, like, the two front teeth, like, they got that gap between them. She had like one of those and like she had like the same body structure, like her hands, her feet, her, her eyes, everything like looked the same. It was fucking creepy, but it wasn't her because this chick was like from Europe. Yeah. But and much younger, but it was just wild to me how is the same she looked. Um, I have seen girls that look like uh, girls that I've been with, not necessarily girlfriends, but like girlfriends that have or girls that have, you know, fucked. Yeah. And uh, I would say that is highly dependent. Yeah. I've seen some that like maybe not look like them, but looked like them in the vaginal region. And I'm just like, okay. Like you said, it entirely depends on the situation too. So usually yeah. though, if I'm looking at porn, I'm not looking at it that closely. I'm just sort of like, oh yeah, stick your arm, stuck your arm up your asshole. Oh God. Oh, I'm going to come. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah. <laughs> what are your top five favorite foods? That comes in from Fenris. Uh, f- he had foods and drinks. I know, but I figured we were going to split okay. them. Eh, just ask the question like you're supposed to. Or I could split them. Or you could what is your top what five favorite foods? Foods? Pasta? Pizza? Tacos? Yeah. Uh, bologna sandwiches? And my fucking protein cookies that I eat two a day of. The Lenny and Larry's complete okay. cookie. And when you get done eating them, you go lay a complete cookie in the toilet. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go probably pizza, cheeseburgers, tacos, ribs, sushi. Uh, so what are your top five favorite drinks? Water, orange juice, Pepsi, Sprite, and Coca-Cola. Water, Pepsi, Diet Pepsi, Diet Dr. Pepper, ginger ale 
with a close sixth being cream soda, and that is interchangeable with ginger ale, uh. depending on the day. Because <laughs> I love some fucking cream soda, bro. Fucking love it. What are your top five animes? Mm-hmm. That one I got to think on. I'd say Demon Slayer. They're probably in no particular order, but Demon Slayer, uh, The Devil is a Part-Timer, Assassination Classroom, Death Note, and what's going to be my fifth one? Uh, probably that uh, Netflix Castlevania. That was pretty good through like the first season and a half. Either that or I would say uh, High Score Girl on Netflix was really good. I don't think I ever saw that one. That was pretty good. It was like based in the 90s when like the Super Nintendo and shit was out. Um, this kid goes to the arcade to play Street Fighter 2 and this like mysterious girl like knows the code like shows that nobody knows her but she knows the code to unlock uh, was it Akamura or whatever like the hidden character in Street Fighter 2 and she just beats the shit out of everybody and so like, he tries to figure out who she is and like it's pretty fucking good you should definitely watch it it's on Netflix what was the name of it again High Score Girl High Score Girl okay I yeah. thought you said High School Girl at first and no. I was like wow that's a weird name for an anime like that yeah. High Score Girl okay. High Score Girl yeah uh, my top, and again, this is going to be like you in no particular order, except for number one, Yeah. which to tell you that this anime is my favorite anime and I haven't finished watching it yet, should tell you how fucking funny it is. Food Wars, Shokugeki yeah. no Soma, tremendous. Um, Demon King Daimao, really good show. Um, I really enjoyed what I saw of Naruto. Like, yeah. I'm not afraid to admit that it was a good show. Um, Dragon Ball Z, uh, just for the nostalgia factor of it. And then, man, that last one's hard because I really liked the Devil May Cry anime that they did. Yeah. But I really fucking liked Bleach when I was younger. So I, I think I'm going to go Bleach. And I really would like to go rewatch Bleach. Yeah. Uh, what are your top five movies? This comes from Fenris. So like I said, that's a that's a moving target. Um, if I had to put them in there, say Jaws, Pulp Fiction, American Beauty, uh, Friday and trying to narrow down one more hmm. my mind just like went blank jurassic park maybe <laughs> it's a good movie yeah like i said there's plenty more but i'll just nail down five of my favorites yeah uh let's see i'm gonna go in no particular order queen of the damned american beauty tenacious d and the fick of destiny um shawshank redemption and man again that fifth one's real hard to like throw yeah. in a solid last answer yeah um i'm gonna go clerks too even though like i should probably say dogma yeah dogma like, really good clerks too so fucking funny oh my god that movie's funny <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so what are your what are your top five tv shows still again from Fenris. another moving target um oh, all three of these last questions are probably moving targets yeah game of thrones Breaking Bad, The Office, Mission Hill, and uh, what's a good last one? Shit, King of the Hill. Damn, good, good choice. Oh, TV shows. Letter Kenny, Trailer Park Boys, South Park, Family Guy, King of the Hill. 
see, I love all of those. So, like, this question is really hard for me. Like, the next one will be really hard for you because I am a cinephile. I love movies and TV shows, so I could probably list a hundred shows that I like. Yeah, like, same. So I love really, TV. Yeah. Like, but, like, uh, the way you study music, that's how I study film and television. Yeah. So, like, yeah, it's just, yeah. yeah and Futurama is probably another one that would be floating oh, yeah. around in there. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, so the next one that he asked, uh, Fenris asked, was top five bands. Oh, God. I figure that'd be hard for you. Um, so I would say my top two always are Eminem and Marilyn Manson. Um, outside of that, uh, Louis Capaldi is another one I really love. Um, Pearl Jam and uh, I'm going to say Ian McConnell. He's really grown on me since I heard him like earlier this year I think what about you so I've got like a, a list but again it's it's hammering in that last one yeah because immediately what jumps to my mind is typo negative zero mancer catatonia Devin Townsend mechana all right and that's five yeah but there's like so many other ones that could easily fit into any of those slots oh yeah I could throw Metallica in there, Corn. I could throw Corn. Yeah, Unleash the Archers, Mudvayne, Tool, oh, Rammstein. Yeah, both. Yeah, exactly. Ludacris, Outcast. <laughs> like it's all over the place. Oh yeah, yeah. Fucking Ritz. You know, if we still start going to Eminem, like you know, <laughs> you start going down those routes, it's like, oh my god, there's so many. Uh, top and the last one is top five favorite songs. Which is another really hard one. Um. I'm going to pick two Marilyn Manson songs. We Are the Nobodies and Coma White. I love his like slower, more depressing music. Um, but Jeremy, you can't fuck to that. I don't fuck to music all the time. <laughs> well, that's um, what you're fucking up, bro. <laughs> what's another good one? Um, let's see. I'm going to go with shit I've been listening to lately. Um, there's a song by Kyle Hume called Fine which I've really been listening to a lot lately. Um, two more. Old College Try by the Mountain Goats and Tough Skin by the by the Baby. That's just five random songs that I really like. Like I said, picking a top five is hard. I can tell you, like, these are five I really like, but, like, trying to say these are my five favorites is impossible to do. So... It, it might be a little easier to me because I try to it always draws me to like songs that really stuck with me over the years because again I listen to a lot of music so like songs that have really stuck with me um, and there's at least two type of negative songs so I'll leave those but like for last but uh, Zero Mancer Something for the Pain is a fantastic song um, Catatonia The Longest Year it's a beautiful fucking song uh, Mechana The World We Lost as much as you like cinema, oh, brother, yeah. and I, I know you're not really into the real like, metal type stuff, but I want you to take the 18 minutes that this song is, and not 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 tonight, obviously, but like sometime, and listen to it. I'll send you the lyric video. Put your headphones on. Because you're the cinephile that you are, as you're listening to what's going on and you're reading the lyrics, I want you to picture what this would look like as like a CG movie or something and tell me it's not some of the most epic fucking shit <laughs> ever. I, dude, it's so fucking good. Um, 
So then my final two would be typo negative songs, and it's really hard to narrow them down. Um, but I'm going to go Burnt Flowers Fallen, which is one of their songs that has the least amount of lyrics in it. It's, he says that he sings the same thing over and over. But it's such a beautiful song that, that the words aren't what you're there for. You know what yeah. I mean? Um, and then I'm going to go uh, Love You to Death because it's just a fucking good song. <laughs> it really is. It's a nice little love song. Um, but I could also trade that out with Be My Druidist, which is a song that is just about dirty, nasty, delicious sex. Uh, <laughs> speaking of music, though. I told you to listen to that intro song for Yakuza Kiwami. Did you listen to it? I have not yet, no. Uh, so I'm, st- I'm a few hours into the game, but when I was like going into it, I had time. I just like skipped in and got in and started playing. Yeah. So, so. when you when you start playing it later tonight, uh, listen to that intro song. It's fucking great. It's like the sort of like Mortal Kombat-esque electro-techno club music. Yeah. And it's just so fucking good. Oh, yeah. Yeah, dude. I don't know what I'm going to do with myself. I'll be done editing and still have like a couple hours to kill before I need to go to bed instead of be get like, done editing and be like Willie right out. now and play Yakuza Kawami. <laughs> uh, is, is he playing it right now? Yep. Hey, dude. Everybody is, and Nate. Nate is too. Um, Let's see. Yep, I sure is. am the furthest behind by far. Oh, yeah. I'm but, like 11 hours in now. I'm like chapter seven or eight. Yeah, I'm finally Nate's, starting to like kind of do more side shit now. That's what I'm looking forward to is seeing what us decides. Because I was I'm disappointed that, and you can tell me if it does. I went to go into one of the Sega stores and it wouldn't let me in. Were you going in the right door? Because I've had I, that happen where it's like two or three doors on the building. You have to go to the right one. I mean, I tried both the the places that I thought were the doors and it wouldn't let me into either of them. So I don't know if I was just too early in the game and it hasn't opened up yet. Maybe now something I've noticed. Um, when I go in there, the only thing you can play is the UFO catchers. I don't know if that changes later or what, because this is technically the oldest game in the series. So maybe they yeah. just had UFO catchers. See, I was wondering if maybe it was Kwame or, you know, Yakuza 2, which would Kwame 2 is the remake of. It's like we're playing the remake of 1. Yeah. Maybe they added more as it went along. Probably so. So that yeah. may be what it is. You may just only be able to play the UFO, which I'm fine with. I love the UFO catcher. I hate UFO catchers, but I love claw machines. UFO catchers. Yeah. I've, there's a place around here that has some like actual UFO catchers. They're fucking janky as shit because you only have the two arms to pick stuff up, which doesn't fucking work. Yeah. You need that third arm. Yeah. And they're usually or fourth. Usually they have a. Uh, better prizes in them so they're even harder to win and they're usually like a two dollars a play or something like that they're usually more expensive but yeah now the next time i go there i'm gonna have to play one just because you fucking yakuza (laughs) (laughs) yeah i will say though Uh, like i've played yakuza zero all the way through i played judgment all the way through so yakuza zero we all know had the naked the the guy dancing in his underwear um he was not in judgment but i sent you guys the video clip of the fucking the gimp dude and assless chaps that you have to fight yep. at one point that was funny so i'm looking for that in yakuza kiwami i'm wondering if there's going to be some kind of fucking perverted thing in there oh there's got to be there I'm is sure. minor spoilers there is the pocket racers in it and it 
it references the kids, I guess you could play against in Yakuza Zero. I never did the pocket racer stuff in Yakuza Zero, but I guess there are kids in there that you could like race against and stuff. Well, this game is 17 years later, so those kids are grown up, but it like references that. But it is one funny part where it's like Kiryu sees this girl and he's like, oh, you were Mika Kun or whatever, you know, whatever her name was. And she's like, yeah, I remember being in there with you. And I would tell everyone you were my boyfriend. Like, of course, he was a fucking adult. And she was like six years old. <laughs> she's like, I told everyone you were my boyfriend. And then my dad misunderstood and got really mad and tried to get you arrested. <laughs> he was like, yeah, <laughs> that was awkward. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah. So Kiryu almost got arrested for being a pedophile. <laughs> He did, he did nothing wrong. He just had a little girl. And we've all had that, I feel like. I'm sure you've had some really, really young girl have a crush uh, on you. My friend Crystal's little sister, Savannah. Yep. Yep. Wanted to fuck me so bad. And I was like, nah. Yeah. Nah. Yeah. No thanks. No thanks. I've had like, you know, little, little, like six, seven year old kids have a crush on you. And it's like, it's cute. But at the same time, you're like, nah, no, we're not. We're not doing that. No, no. <laughs> yeah. No, it, this, this crush continued until she was like well over the legal age. And I was still like, no, 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 no. I remember you when you were ne- no, no. You will always happen. be a child to me. Yeah. Not going to fucking happen. Yep. Oh, but dude, that's going to about do it this week, man. Yep. Jeff's going to be upset. Uh, he got plenty last week. <laughs> oh my god, last week was so long, dude. Yeah. Last week I tried to export. <clears throat> so what? I, when, I, when I do editing, a little behind the scenes, yeah. I try to put our files together and then I export it as a wave file again. Yeah. And then I edit that one, truncate it, and then I turn it into an MP3. Last week, Audacity straight up said you're trying to export something over five gigs as a wave file, and we d- we don't do that. <laughs> so I had to export it as an MP3 and then edit the MP3 and uh, export it again as an MP3. It was like Audacity was just like, nah, it's just too big. Like, nah, too son. big. Nah, son. Sign up for <laughs> sign up for Audacity Nitro if you want to do that. <laughs> no, that's that's one thing I do like about Audacity is that shit's the free source or whatever it is. Yeah. It's like open source. Open source, thank you. Yeah. yeah. Um yeah, there's an open source in the container in the in the fridge. It's uh some marinara sauce. Yes, yeah. it's it's, uh, it's open source. It's just yeah. it's open. You can dip your stuff in. It's good. Um, but that leaves our house cleaning. I love that you still have show notes number one at the top. It's just show like you, notes. You've never deleted number one. Yeah. <laughs> So if you'd like to send us an email, like if you want to ask us something or just kind of like hit us up about something that you don't want necessarily the entire discord knowing about, uh, you can shoot us pictures, whatever you want to do or that. Yeah, that whatever, uh, yet another BS pod at gmail.com. Uh, you can also find us at facebook.com slash groups slash yet another BS podcast along with all the tumbleweeds. Although we did get a question in on Facebook this week. Yeah. Santos will jump in there. Santos and, uh, James Hall will jump in there. Every now and then. Every yeah. now and then. On Twitter, you can find us uh, at YabsPod, Y-A-B-S-P-O-D. Uh, at Just Call Me Jezza is where you can find him. Super Nerd Dalton, or at Super Nerd Dalton is where you can find me. Uh, YabsPod.wordpress.com. I'm a couple weeks behind on the on website. I will fix that in six days when I have a day off. <laughs> uh, I will get that fixed um, just in time for next week. And... 
If you would like to support the show, which we would greatly appreciate, you can go to patreon.com slash yabspod. And if you donate $1, you get the episodes early, all that jazz. Um, but if you donate f- and, and you get a shout out, and if you donate $5 or more a month, you get the extra BS episodes that we do, yes. which we did just release one here recently. Yeah, a few days ago. And uh, I'd like to give a shout out to our wonderful Patreons with it, Jeff Kana, Megan Ostara, and Team Retro. Thank you Thank all. Thank you all very much. We love you. We love your money. Remember, all the money that's coming through Patreon is going to pay for, yeah, Pod Spring Break whenever that happens. So, yeah, jump in. Get early invitations to Yeah, Pod Spring Break. Yeah, do it. Do it. Do it. We're going to do like a fire festival kind of thing. We're going to invite you all to an island. We're just going to have like FEMA tents set up and bologna sandwiches and stuff. We can't make it cool. We have, for one, I like a bologna sandwich. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing. Our people will appreciate FEMA tents and bologna sandwiches. <laughs> Our people aren't a bunch of rich assholes, children who are spoiled by their parents' money. Oh, my God. But we're also um, not promising like all the top musical artists doing concerts and all that shit. Like, find something fun to do on the island because you're you're there for a week. <laughs> absolutely. And speaking of uh, our our people, also uh, check out Steam Machine Podcast, bi-weekly <clears throat> podcast, where me, Nate, and Willie play through our PC gaming backlogs and chat about those games. Uh, the current game that we are playing right now is Yakuza Kiwami, which yes. one Jezza will be joining us for an episode on. Um, now, is that going to be a one-parter or a two-parter? Because I know Zero was a two-parter. Uh, this game, I think, is like half the length of Zero. Okay. So, Because I know Nate's already on Chapter 10, and there's 13 chapters. So uh-huh. I'm like, damn, son. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to play uh-huh. through it pretty quick, um, I believe. Just like I said, I'm already on Chapter 7 or 8, but... Once I beat it, I'm going to go through and try to do a bunch of the side quest shit. So, so I feel like uh, this is going to be one of those games that we're all going to need like a, a Wikipedia walkthrough to remember the story. Yeah, I mean, that's fine. I mean, generally, that's what we do is we keep something. One of us keeps something open to like generally yeah. reference to keep us on track. I know um, Adam, also- wanted, Adam wanted a comprehensive retelling of the story. That that probably won't happen. <laughs> That depends. Sometimes we'll forget a bunch of shit. Yeah, I mean, let's put it this way, Adam. If you don't want to have to play Kiwami Woman Two, we'll at least cover enough of the main story that you can get the gist of it. But like I commented in Discord, once you play one of them, I feel like you're going to want to play all of them. That's kind of what happened to all of us. Yeah, we all played yeah, Zero we- and was like, "Damn, I need to play all of these now." <laughs> um. So definitely check us out over there at the Steam Machine Podcast. Um, also check out the JRPG Report. It's a weekly news uh, show that I do for JRPGs. If that's your type of thing, you can check me out over there each and every Thursday. Oh, excuse me, each and every Friday. And also check out Revival and Extinction, our buddy Adam's podcast. He's the man. Um, I think he's currently doing some... Is he doing part two of Assassin's Creed Odyssey now? I, I think, think so. what he announced. I think so. And then also, uh, if you'll pop over on YouTube, check out Team Retrogue, one of the newest members of the TSMP Productions banner, and uh, he just released a new video as well. So go give it a thumbs up. Tell him we sent you. Show some love. I think that about does it, my brother. I think so. 
Happy oh, fucking Halloween. We forgot a topic. I forgot Did to put we? it on the list. Um, little little bonus at the end. How you feel about the uh, the Witcher TV series news that came out recently? Oh, bro, what the fuck? Henry Cavill is the perfect Geralt. And why he is done? Why? Who are they? One of the Hemsworth brothers is Liam taking over. Hemsworth. The Hunger what Games. Him war. Hemsworth. He's got some fucking shoes to fill. Dude, check this though. This is what made me think of it. Mads Mickelson is Gerald. I'll send it to you. Like he's not doesn't look that bad. Like I said, I'm not a huge Witcher fan, but the show is okay. I like Henry Cavill. I saw a t-shirt I almost bought ironically today that said, uh, my ideal weight is Henry Cavill on top of me. I was like, if it was, if it was Chris Hemsworth or Ryan Reynolds, I probably would have bought it. Dude, I'll just, I'll never forget that Henry Cavill just did that video of him shirtless building a PC and yeah. people went fucking nuts. Yep. <laughs> That's what I like about Henry Cavill is he's a, he's a nerd, but he's also one of the goddamn best looking dudes on the planet. So. I feel, like Mads, motherfucker. I feel like Mads Mikkelsen is a little old for the role, though, personally. You know, I think he would play, and you would have no idea who this is. He, I think he would play a good Vesemir. Maybe. Even though they've already got a Vesemir. Um, it was, that's the guy who trained Geralt. Yeah. He's yeah. like an older man. I could see him being a good Vesemir. But, but yeah, yeah, I liked uh, I liked Henry Cavill. Well, I like Henry Cavill. I liked all the, pretty much everything I've seen him do. I think he'd make a decent James Bond, but I don't know if he wants to do it or not. One other thing before we get out of here. Why do people... How do I word this? Do people get satisfaction when something doesn't go their way at a store and they're just like... Like, for example, well, I'll just you know I'll just take my business to CVS and I'll just start going over there. That They don't have those kinds of problems. They... Th- I feel like they think you're going to go, oh, my God, please don't do that. I'll do whatever it takes to keep you here when they don't realize that the people they're talking to generally don't give a fuck. They're like, okay, bye. Don't come back. Well, the the thing tonight was about OTC, which is like this over-the-counter card that people get. So there's – and, you know, it is what it is. But, like, on our tags, some things say approved OTC. Yeah. Some things say approved food. Yeah. Now – those are not the same thing. People don't, they, people just see the word approved. Yep. Approved food means that a food stamp card will buy it. Yeah. Approved OTC means your OTC card will buy it. So when you come up to my counter with like two electronic toothbrushes, some milk, some peanuts, and some other things, like, dude, yeah, okay, so the OTC cards might have food and the other, right? Because yeah. OTC can be both. But like, we check the fucking tags and don't just grab things and assume that they're going to be on OTC and then get fucking mad about it and then say, I'll just take my business to CVS. Good, please. I wish everyone that used an OTC card would just go to CVS. Yeah. So I don't have to deal with that shit. Food stamp cards are so fucking easy. Is it food? Yes. Is it hot food? No. Cool. Swipe that card. You're good to go. Yep. As long as you have money on it. And if you don't, that's not my problem. It's not my fault. Anyway, yeah. can you tell I had to deal with that today? <laughs> I had a guy do that once. Um, so I bought my business from another guy. I bought it in April. I moved it in July. So I put signs up everywhere in the store that was like, 
If you have store credit, put it all on Facebook everywhere. I could put a website everywhere. If you have store credit issued to you before April, bring it into the store and I will exchange it for my store credit before like July 1st. It's like if you don't bring it in by July 1st, it will no longer be good. So a lot of people did. The previous guy was just cashing them out. If they brought it in, he was just giving them cash. I didn't want to just tell people, you know, oh, I bought the business. I know you have store credit, but too bad. So I, I said, you know, you've got April, May, June. You got three months. Come in in three months. Swap it out. Everything's good. And then I had a guy like a year and a half after I moved the business came in and was like, do you have Wii remotes? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, we got some. So, oh, cool. I'll take two of them. I'm like, okay. So then he pulls out a store credit thing from the previous owner. And I was like, oh, I'm sorry. The guy that printed these no longer owns the business. We stopped accepting them a year and a half ago. He's like, oh, so it's worthless now? I was like, yeah, sorry. We had like three month transition where it could be swapped, but it, I can't do anything with it now. I didn't get the items that you got this store credit for. And he was like, well, I left my wallet in the car. Let me go get it. And just went and got in his car and left. It's like, first <laughs> off, you didn't come in the store for at least a year and a half. Secondly, you went into a store without even taking your fucking wallet in with you. Like, no, go fuck yourself. I don't care if you don't come back. Like, you haven't been here in a year and a half. I have no use for you. Yeah. Like, you want to get pissy because you can't use your free money to take stuff that I had to pay for. No. Sorry. Because I have people all the time being like, well, the store credit, does it expire? I was like, no, not unless the store closes. Like, if the store closes, I'm sorry, you shit out of luck. Yeah. Yeah. So, Fuck it. Fuck them, yeah. dude. That's what I say. Fuck them. Yeah. And on that note, as always, guys, tell them to go fuck themselves. Always. And you, you take it easy. <laughs>